on BYUSN, just a few precious days away from joining the Big 12 Conference officially, and Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark will join us live. What kind of brand value does BYU bring to the Big 12? We'll ask him that. Plus, what's next in conference expansion, the expanded college football playoff, how he sees the balance of power in the Big 12 moving forward, and more. Let's get the energy high. Welcome to BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Thursday, everyone. It is June 29th. I am Spencer Linton, alongside a man who I know is counting down the days to official Big 12 invitation. It's Jeremy pretty Jordan. easy math at this point, so <laughs> let's just hit it. <laughs> Countdown to the Big 12. Two days away. Like, we've waited so long, right? September 10th, 2021, the greatest weekend in BYU sports history, perhaps. Getting the Big 12 invite, ending the nine-game losing streak to Utah, winning that. A great 2021 season. We've been waiting for this moment, and it happens essentially tomorrow night at midnight. Yeah, we're not even two days away, right? Again, we're like, supposed to do live math on the air, but it's roughly 34 thir hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I even like, went in there. Like, there. like 38 hours away, yeah. I think is where we're at. Okay. okay. Uh, I missed it. Without further ado, uh, because it is the countdown to the Big 12, we welcome in today to BYU Sports Nation the commissioner of the Big 12 Conference. Brett Yormark is joining us live. Commissioner Yormark, welcome to the show. How are you this morning? Uh, I'm doing great, and, and thank you for having me. Thrilled to be here today. Saturday, as we mentioned, the league officially moves to 14 teams for one year. Then it'll be 12 in 2025. How has this been for you, this whole process of taking over as commissioner and then navigating the league through expansion and still having Texas and Oklahoma and dealing with further expansion? What, what's it like for you emotionally? Well, I'm really excited. I mean, guys, I, I often say this. There's never been a better time to be involved with the Big 12 than right now. There's incredible momentum, lots of energy. Our narrative has changed, and our future is very exciting. And a part of that future is obviously welcoming the four new schools, uh, inclusive of BYU, on July 1. Um, the good thing is the integration of the four new schools has been ongoing for the last two years. Uh, I mean, yes, it's the official day in which they enter the conference, but they have been very much part of our family for the last two years. And uh, we're just really excited about the future of this conference with our four new additions. Uh, and I'm really excited, you know, for BYU. Uh, listen, I, I was on campus last fall. Uh, I've experienced the energy that the fan base has, you know, for, for everything you guys do and obviously for their entry into the Big 12. I'm excited to be, get on campus next fall, but it's a very exciting time for us, and it, it's a time that really our fans should enjoy. Um, it's a big moment, and um, I like to call it, you know, it's, it's, it's bringing in the new Big 12. I mean, that, that's really what happens on July 1. It is the new Big 12, and our future is bright, and our four schools, our four new schools are a big part of that future. The day you uh, visited campus, uh, you swung by the women's soccer game. I was getting ready to call a game. You're on a golf cart. I was like, hey, nice to meet you. Here we are again, which is great. In the past almost two years, has there been uh, validating moments to where you were like, I knew we made the right choice, but now that I've interacted with these schools and been there, like this was the right choice for sure? Well, I, I have to give all the credit um, for, for this round of expansion to Bob Bowlesby. I mean, Bob obviously – once Oklahoma and Texas decided to leave, um, his recovery efforts were fantastic. And, and he was able to identify 
four great fits for this conference. Uh, obviously, I inherited those four schools, and I'm glad that I did. Um, they were a big part of us getting that new TV deal done, um, you know, creating the narrative around the four schools and, and the impact they would have on this conference moving forward with the departures of Texas and Oklahoma. When I got on campus this past fall, which was the first time, you know, I'd been at BYU, um, I sensed the energy, the enthusiasm. And, and for me, listen, I, I've grown up a college sports fan. I know the breadth and depth of BYU and BYU Nation. It's a big national brand. It fits so perfectly well with, with, within our conference footprint. Um, so for me, you know, that validation really was the day they accepted the invitation. And uh, I'm so thrilled that BYU will be part of our family. Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark is live on BYU Sports Nation. Let's stay with the brand value conversation. Much has been said and even speculated about in terms of what BYU's actual value is to the Big 12 Conference. So in your opinion and from what you've seen, I mean, straight up facts, what, what type of brand value does BYU give to the Big 12 when you're negotiating TV contracts and whatnot? Big time. Big time. I mean, you know, as I said earlier, when we – got to the table early with ESPN and Fox. And as we all know, it was critical for us to, to get something done in order to establish stability and certainty for this conference moving forward. Um, BYU was a big part of that conversation, their fan base, how national they are, um, the market they bring, you know, a third time zone, um, lots of value on BYU brought to that conversation, as did the other three schools, but BYU in particular. Um, just being so national um, it was a critical part of our discussions. And, um, you know, I, I think it played a, a significant role in us being able to get a, the deal done that we did, which I'm really proud of. Certainly you get asked a lot about expansion, so let's talk about it. Uh, let's add to the conversation. <laughs> Is the Pac-12 TV deal the next domino in potential action by the Big 12? Is that what you're sort of waiting on? It's, that's an interesting question, Jerem. Uh, you know, from where I sit, it's not so much about the Pac-12 TV deal. And listen, I wish them well, and I hope they can, you know, ultimately get a deal done that satisfies their membership. But, you know, when I think about expansion, and obviously whatever we do needs to be additive, um, because I love the composition of our conference today. So truly, whoever we bring in needs to be additive and needs to bring, you know, value um, to the overall equation. Um, but I, I want schools that are intentional, that are vested, that want to come here, not because we have a better TV deal, but because they want to sign up for the mission and vision of this conference and where we're going. And they want to be part of our journey, just like BYU obviously signed up for the future of the Big 12. So that's what I'm really all about. That's what our conference is about. Whether a TV deal or not is the impetus for change. You know, I can't really speak to that. But when we're thinking about schools that could be additive, you know, we have these guiding principles for expansion, you know, and it, and it starts with, you know, academics and, 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 and leadership. Um, cultural fit plays a huge role, geography, uh, athletic performance, and then also brand upside. So it, it's not so much about the TV deal. It's about those guiding principles and making sure that, um, whoever might be interested in joining the Big 12 is all in, is totally vested in where we're going. 
Brett Yormark with great insight into expansion, the Big 12 Conference, Pac-12 Media deal, and I feel like we're just getting going. I know that people like to focus on a number, Brett. It's 14 teams this year. It's 12 in 2025. Like, there's this idea that, well, if you have more, it means more stability. Where do you stand in that argument of, well, yeah, let's add more so there is more stability? I don't think stability in numbers um, are, are – you know, necessarily align there. I mean, yeah. I, I, to me, I do think there's strength in numbers, but if we end up being at 12, that's great. I'd like to stay at 14, even with the departures of Texas and Oklahoma, candidly. We'll see if that's a possibility or not. Uh, but I love 12. Um, I, you know, I, I love the, the current makeup uh, moving forward. In fact, I'm thrilled with it. Um, we're not chasing a number. Again, it, whatever whatever happens has to truly create value for the conference um, and and fit within those guiding principles with respect to how we're thinking about expansion. But it's not so much a number that we're thinking about. Um, we're, we're, it's really more about the fit. And uh, I think that's critically important. There are other schools who aren't in uh, the Pac-12 or other Power Fives that have been discussed that certainly would love to be in the Big 12, what's the, the process of evaluating those potential schools and their fit? Because certainly the Pac-12 TV deal has nothing to do with these San Diego States, Gonzagas, and Yukons of the world. Well, I mean, I think it gets back to the value equation. You know, whether you're a, pack, whether you're a Power 5 uh, institution or part of the group of five, it really comes down to what is that value equation and, and what are the things that, you know, a particular institution might bring to the table? Um, I mean, listen, I've been very intentional about it. You know, as much as basketball drives the or football rather drives the conference, basketball is a big part of our future. I think it's undervalued. Um, so whether you're a member of the power five or group of five, you know, if, if, if you're a, 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 an institution that focuses on basketball and has a heritage there, that's value for us. We need more than that, but that's certainly valuable, at, you know, within a, a, you know, our guiding principles and the conversations that we're having. Um, geography matters. Um, a, as I've said before, I, I, I want to be a national conference, not only in how our, our brand is perceived, but the ultimate composition and makeup of this conference. You know, I'd like to be in all four time zones. So I don't necessarily look at power five versus group of five. It really comes back to, again, the value equation. What what a school brings to um, the Big 12 and is it additive? And if it is, it's it, then we're going to have a conversation that hopefully is meaningful. You've been very innovative in a bunch of ways. We'll get to that more in a second. Uh, certainly the men's basketball is sort of like, can we take advantage of this is a real interesting idea because it's the number one league. In America, undoubtedly, which is, uh, which is awesome. And a challenge for BYU that we're excited about. There are schools that probably add value in that space. Do you feel like you need to add men's bas basketball strength or because it's already the number one league, when the contract's up in, what, 2031, that it would be good enough to perhaps attack with the existing teams? Listen, I love the makeup of our conference, and yes, you know, we, we are clearly the number one basketball conference in America. But if there's an opportunity to double down um, and create more value, you know, for our basketball business, absolutely. Um, you know, we, 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 we should pursue it and explore it. Um, and we have and will continue to do such. Um, I, I think that's a, a, a very important uh, part of who we are as a conference. 
uh, our basketball prowess, both men's and women's. And again, if there's opportunities to strengthen that position uh, that we already have, then, you know, I'd like to pursue it in, in, a, in a holistic conversation, obviously. Um, and we have had those conversations and we'll, we'll see where, where they take us. Brett, your remark is on BYU Sports Nation. And Brett, in full clarity, a fan from an opposing fan base called me a Brett Yormark fanboy on Twitter the other day. And this is because, you know, to your credit, you've been very innovative. Big 12 in Mexico. We've talked about the ESPN and Fox deal. Obviously, the events at Rucker Park, the NFL combine idea within the Big 12 conference. Yeah, we've had a lot to talk about. And we've been grateful for that. And we're super excited about it. So, yeah, we're going to embrace that as Brett Yormark fanboys. What else? Are you looking to innovate on, and what, what else can you shed light on at this point? Well, listen, we're only getting started. You know, I, obviously, it, it's been a great 10, 11 months. Uh, in addition to some of the progress we've made, you know, I've, I've done a lot of listening and learning because I had, I, had a, I had a bit of a learning curve coming into collegiate athletics. Uh, although, uh, you know, I had interfaced, you know, with the industry before, I, I didn't live in it. Um, and, and there was a, a bit of an adjustment period. That being said, I think many of my skills have been transferable um, and, and are, are leading us, you know, in the direction that we're going. Um, that being said, you know, we are going to continue to innovate. We are going to be a conference that is defined by innovation. We want to eventize um, our, our business. We want to internationalize our business to the extent that we can. Obviously, Mexico is a big, big opportunity for us. So you're going to see more and more out of this conference. Um, starting media day, you'll, you'll see a bit of a brand refresh mm -hmm. um, as we look to contemporize our visual identity, um, which I'm very, very excited about. So there'll be new things to, to reference, uh, hopefully, uh, uh, you know, on a frequent basis. Um, because, as I said, we're, we're just getting started. And as, as much as year one has been very productive, I'm really energized by year two, you know, we just completed a business plan. The first strategic business plan this conference has done since 2011. And it's our guiding principle, if you will, going forward, not only over the next 12 months, but over the next 36 months. Uh, and we have a lot to accomplish, a lot to do here. And uh, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. And specifically, I want to reference the NFL combine idea within the conference. Because it is such a powerful basketball conference as well, is that something that you would pursue to have a Big 12 basketball combine for the NBA? If there's something we can explore that makes sense, I'm open to it. You know, I, I said last year during media day, it's almost been a year now, um, we're open for business. And it, some people interpreted that from an expansion perspective. That's not what my intent was at the time, nor is it today. We're open to for business. And what that really means is we're going to explore every and all possibility to grow our brand, to grow our business, to enhance the student athlete experience. And, you know, if extending, uh, you know, this combine pro day format beyond football is something that makes sense and we can partner with the right people, we'll explore it. But I'm really excited about, um, you know, the Big 12 Pro Day. I, I think it's uh, it's going to be very exciting, you know, for our, for our draft eligible student athletes. Um, you know, hosting it in Frisco in, and, and partnering with the Dallas Cowboys, I think is going to be very unique and exciting, you know, for, for our student athletes uh, and being able to consolidate in one place and bring in all the right people, um, I, I, I think is something that, you know, we, we haven't afforded our student athletes before. And then partnering with the NFL, being on NFL Network for three days really puts our brand 
you know, on a, on a national platform when it matters most. So I'm really, really excited about it. And if we can replicate that in other areas of our business, we should. Men's basketball schedule we're excited about. Um, is that something we can expect, uh, I guess, later this summer? What's the, uh, I guess, schedule for them? Yeah, we're working with ESPN right now and excited about that schedule. And, you know, I would assume that it would probably come out. Um, historically, I guess it's come out in August. So I would say August, September. Um, but that, that should be an exciting um, moment for us. And, and we'll amplify it. Um, you know, it, it'll be an 18 game schedule, conference schedule. Um, you know, each school will, will play five schools twice and um, eight teams once. And, um, you know, obviously we'll try to maintain some rivalries there as we, you know, we finalize the schedule. So uh, it'll be exciting for our fans, you know, to receive. And um, we're looking forward to putting that out, like I said, in probably August or September. It's been interesting to watch the Big Ten and the SEC emerge as like these powerhouse conferences. And to your credit, the Big 12 is moving and shaking, and you, you're trying to, in a way, keep up. So what's the what's the secret or the formula to, I guess, close the gap on them financially speaking and, and maintain that, hey, we're on par with you two big conferences? Well, you know, Spencer, that's a great question. And I live my life and I live my personal life and my professional life in, in, in a very similar way. I want us as a conference to be the best version of ourselves. We're not near that yet. There is so much upside in everything we're doing, which is really exciting when you think about the future of our conference. Um, and, you know, I think for us first, it was to change the narrative, reposition the conference, reimagine it, um, and which I think we've done. Uh, as I said to the key stakeholders, you know, referencing our TV deal, we obviously um, you need to continue to grow our value proposition with our TV networks. And I looked at it as a two-step process. We, we experienced nice growth in this recently completed uh, TV deal. And then we're back into the market um, in 31, as you said. And it'll be in, in, in before that, obviously, the negotiating window. Um, and that'll afford us an opportunity to take another big bite out of the apple, um, which I'm really excited about. And between now and then, it's about growing our business, growing our brand, diversifying our revenue and setting us up for a, another big moment. So I, I'm not as concerned about the SEC in the Big Ten. I'm concerned about us being, again, the best version of ourselves. And we've got, and we've got a lot of upside in every respect. And, and we're going to seize the moment and seize the opportunity. Uh, and I'm excited about it. We're excited about it, too. Listen, we've been alone, independent for 12 <laughs> long years. We're excited to be in the league. Um, did want to ask you about sort of that TV deal that has uh, changed the course of the Big 12, as you mentioned. Was is that the most validating thing you've done so far as commissioner to get that done, secure the future, and in a timeline that really sets you up for success? Yeah, I, I, listen, I'm, I'm thrilled with a lot of things we've done this year, um, and and you mentioned many of them before. I mean, what, one of the biggest things I'm thrilled about is you know we've gone through an organizational redesign at the conference in order to better serve our member institutions and. I inherited a great team, but we've grown that team uh, dramatically where we have a ton of subject matter experts that are truly vested in the future of this conference and to serve our members. That being said, 
if there was a big, if there was a one highlight this year, I would have to say it was the TV deal. The TV deal validated this conference, ESPN and Fox, the two biggest platforms in what we do, bet yes for the Big 12. That was critically important for us. And, you know, having their support to grow our brands and help grow our business, to elevate and amplify everything we do on a national basis um, was certainly something we needed. And in order to get that done as quickly as we did, afforded us an opportunity to draft behind it and do all the things we've done since that announcement in the fall. So I, I guess I would agree with you. Uh, it, it was a catalyst um, and, and a big moment that enabled us to really level set, stabilize, and start thinking about growing and reimagining this conference, which we've taken full advantage of. Brett, as you look at BYU specifically and with this mission in mind to grow the conference, obviously you want all of the institutions to play their specific roles in helping the overall good of the conference move forward. But specifically, what are you hoping for from BYU, let's say over the next three to five years? What are you hoping they become and how they can help the Big 12? Listen, I, I want them to be the best version of themselves, no different than the conference. Uh, you know, they're a national brand, uh, but they can become a household brand for sure. And, and we're going to help them like they help the conference. You know, we, we have a, uh, a vested interest in making sure if BYU wins, then the conference wins. If the conference wins, BYU wins. So it comes hand in hand and there's perfect alignment there. And with the help of our strategic partners like ESPN and Fox, you know, I want them to help glamorize all our programs and to truly make them household programs from coast to coast. Um, so, and I'm very confident that that will happen with BYU. I mean, they, they have incredible support nationally. I think that support will continue to grow now they're now that they're on a bigger platform with the Big 12. And, uh, and, as, and as commissioner here, you know, I'm, I'm ready to serve and assist in any way I can. Um, but we're very excited for the partnership with BYU. I, I love, you know, the, the AD, Tom and, and Shane, you know, the, the new president. I mean, great people. They're committed to, to our vision and mission. They're totally vested in our future and our success. And it's mutual success. Um, so, you know, again, as I said, they, they've been a big part of this conference for the last two years. It's official July 1. Uh, I'm, I'm re really energized by it. And I am um, just feel blessed that, one, I'm in the position as commissioner, and two, I can work with great people and great brands like BYU. The real question we haven't asked is, what, what do you need from BYU that you don't already have? We got the maple bar, which is a cougar tail. We call it the Arnold Palmer. We need you to hike the Y, maybe get in the rock. Like, what do you need from us, Brett? No, you guys are great. You know, as I said today, uh, you know, I'm, I'm traveling, but – my office called me and said, boy, you got you got a great care package from BYU today of kind of, you know, local favorites. There was, you know, candy and treats, et cetera, et cetera. And listen, I don't need anything from BYU. I mean, I'm just <laughs> blessed to, you know, work with them. And, and you know, I love the school, the brand. I, I look forward to being on campus, like I said, this fall. And, you know, that that opening conference game versus Cincinnati mm. happens to fall on my birthday weekend. Oh, hey. I think, date, I think the date is September 29th. Correct. And my birthday is September 28th. And um, that's going to be a big moment, um, I think, for BYU. I mean, there'll be a lot of moments between now and then. Obviously, July 1's a big one. But that's going to be a big one when they play their first conference game. And, and God willing, I'll be there. And uh, it'll be an exciting moment. 
Brett, we'll finish with this. Um, your assistant uh, alluded to Brett is traveling might be the theme of your life right now. <laughs> You're definitely gone a lot, but what does your life look like uh, professionally speaking over the next few months before the football starts, aside from Big 12 media days in mid-July? Well, you know, what I learned and very quickly, there's no, there's no off-season in what we do, probably no different than, you know, you guys. And it, as much as, you know, the world of academia might slow down a little bit during the summer months, we're gearing up, you know, obviously for, for a lot of things, especially the football season. Um, so there's not a lot of downtime, but I will break away for a little time and, and spend some quality time with my family and, and after media day. But between now and media day, it's making sure that that, that, that is the kind of moment we, we all hope it to be, uh, which is going to be a big moment as we show, you know, our, our stakeholders and, and our fans a, a bit of a, a new Big 12, at least from a visual standpoint. And then from there, you know, it's kind of setting our you know, selves up for the for the upcoming academic year, which comes very quickly. Um, and I do travel a lot, but I enjoy it. I like to get on campus. I like to meet with key stakeholders. Listen, at the end of the day, I'm in the people business. And um, I've recognized that throughout my career. So it's important for me to be in front of the right people as often as possible to foster those relationships and to communicate, you know, what we're doing and how we're doing it. So uh, I'm blessed to be the commissioner of the Big 12. Uh, I've had great jobs prior to this. I'd have to say this is I'm, I'm having a, a great time and it's different than where I've been before. And uh, I'm enjoying every minute of it. And um I, you know, I appreciate the support I get from BYU and all of our members in order for me to do what I do. Uh, we appreciate the time today, Brett. You've answered so many questions. You've given such great insight. Just one more small favor, and this is from our stylist and one of our uh, makeup artists. She said, Spencer, you need to talk to that guy about where he gets his suits. And I said, okay, I'll ask, Listen, I'll ask you. <laughs> uh, I, I got a guy in New York City, okay, <laughs> and, and he takes very good care of me. And, and I haven't been doing a lot of shopping in Dallas, although Dallas is my home. I just haven't found a place. So I'm go when I get back to New York, I've got to go to. So the next time you're in New York, okay. you let me know. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to him, okay? I would, lo I would love that. Awesome. Brett, thanks again but for listen, the time. you got to do me one favor, Spencer. You bet. To fit in the suits that I wear, got to be in good shape. <laughs> okay, sure then. You are. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. I'll, I'll work All on right. that part. I'll be my best self, like you said. All right, guys. Thanks, Thank Brett. You. Hey, great to talk to you. Thanks again. The, com the Commissioner Brett Yormark of the Big 12. Of the Big 12. Man, we learned a lot there. We learned a lot there. Like, he doesn't, full disclosure, they, did, they didn't say, no, don't ask about this or that. We could ask anything we wanted, which I always love when we have a guest, which is great. And he answered all the questions and said some really interesting things, which we're going to yeah. break down coming up yeah, in the next segment. We have segment. a lot to discuss. Absolutely. But he was so gracious with his time. I mean, oh, obviously, yeah. he was so busy. Five minutes or uh, yeah. something? like That was uh, awesome. Amazing. Okay, uh, BYU is going to the Big 12 on Saturday. We have got a show for two hours to celebrate it with you. Come hang out if you're local. If not, come watch 5 to 7 Eastern time. It's the big party as BYU enters the Big 12 on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Up next, which Holiday Bowl victory of iconic nature will face off against the number one seed, BYU upsetting Miami from 1990 in our best wins bracket? Plus... As Jerry mentioned, we discuss what we just learned from Commissioner Yormark. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, 
official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We are live in Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. We just spoke with the Big 12 Commissioner, Brett Yormark. 20, I think, three loaded minutes of conversation there. Great. <laughs> Great, man. Fun. There, there is much to break down. I felt like I got to ask, like, 92% of everything I wanted to ask. You know what I mean? Like We don't have to get to do that. No. 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 <laughs> Sometimes it's short and you get in what you can. And No, it was great. It was really good. Well, okay, the first thing, I, I really enjoyed his answer about when I asked, are you waiting on the Pac-12 TV deal? He said, first off, I hope they get a deal that satisfies their members. I was a little surprised by that. Because if I'm, if I'm Brett Yormark, I'm like, I hope they don't have a satisfactory one and that we have a few people come knocking. But he then said, listen, for us to add teams, they need to be additive. They need to add value. I want schools that are vested. Not because they have a better TV deal with mm, us. Mm-hmm. You'd think it feels like that's what it comes down to for a lot of teams. But he's saying, no, it needs to be more than Not that. Not about that. Uh, and and th- their guiding principles, he mentioned expansion, cultural fit. He said geography has to make sense, which is interesting because if you're like open for say, Washington, Oregon, and UConn, and uh, San Diego State, and you have UCF, like, all you need is Miami, I guess. Yeah. Wait on that. Like, you are everywhere. So um, that would be a follow-up that I would ask in the future is, okay, you mentioned geography's got to fit. What do you mean by that? Because d- does that mean someone would be out of sort of a space that you wouldn't want? Like, does UConn not make sense then for the Big 12? Or do they just hang out with West Virginia? Who sort of hangs out with Cincinnati? Like, does San Diego State make sense? Yes, everybody in the Pacific time zone, he has said, um, he wants Pacific time zone. He hasn't been specific about where in the Pacific time yeah. zone. But if, if Washington came knocking, you accept Washington. That's awesome. Uh, but I, it feels like they are waiting uh, for the Pac-12 TV deal, and then they proceed. Otherwise, why not add San Diego State, Gonzaga, UConn now if you think they bring value to the conference and their additive and so on and so forth, especially in yeah, the Yeah, what I gather from that is he and the Big 12 officials are not in a rush. They don't feel like they're in a rush they're based on that conversation. They're not in a rush. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They are taking their time uh-huh. and uh, doing their due diligence to figure out who fits their values of the words that you just brought up. They have the leverage, it feels like, because they have the TV deal done. The Pac-12 needs to regain its leverage by getting a TV deal that satisfies yes. the members, as he mentioned. It's, uh, we're in a unique situation here because typically we look at like things that are happening on social media and we're like, okay, what's trending? You know, we're going to flip the script here today, Jerem. And like, we're going to, Brett Yormark just gave us what is, <laughs> yes, what is trending. Yes, okay. And yes, we're going to play back a few sound bites mm-hmm. for you. So now officially all rise and shout. Let's get to a Brett Yormark edition of what's trending. What's Trending, presented by Tim Daly Ford, part of the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. In addition to that loaded question, you asked him about the Pac-12 deal. We also talked about BYU's brand value, where he wants to go with the size of the Big 12 Conference, the value of basketball, and if that is the impetus for pushing in addition of teams specifically, among other things. Let's start with the brand value comment. Straight up. What does BYU bring to the Big 12 from a national standpoint, brand value, especially when you're negotiating a TV contract? This is what he said. BYU was a big part of that conversation, their fan base, how national they are, um, the market they bring, you know, a third time zone. 
Um, lots of value on BYU brought to that conversation, as did the other three schools, but BYU in particular. But BYU in particular, which is why mm -hmm. I believe they were the first invitation of the new four as well. We've been told that BYU didn't have to apply the second time, that their application was the 2016 one, and they were like, okay, we've got you and who else? I've never thought about the. I've thought about it, but not like it just drove home when he said BYU adds the mountain time zone, like by itself. Yes. Adds a time zone, which means 8:25 kickoff uh, at night. But like <laughs> that's what that means. That's interesting. Okay, you asked about um, kind of size of the conference. Yes. This was very interesting. Listen to this. I'd like to stay at 14, even with the departures of Texas and Oklahoma. Candidly, we'll see if that's. A possibility or not? Okay, okay. the adding so fourteen is so the adding two number. at some point when Texas and home Oklahoma are out after this year. Yes, and now, again he told now, us it's not been a secret. I want to get to the West Coast, so it would it's shock. Obviously, Pac-12 dropouts or San Diego State, maybe Gonzaga, Gonzaga types. Although although they don't they don't push into the football space, obviously, but they. Sure as heck, push into the men's basketball space. How quickly will that happen? San Diego State is sweating bullets right now because they're going to owe the Mountain West 17 mil. But they asked for an extension, Jerem, so they're they'll, not gonna... they'll probably get it. Uh, we have a little history <laughs> with that league. It ain't happening, okay? It ain't happening. <laughs> the Big 12 is open for business comment that Brett Yormark made at Got last some... year's Big 12 meeting. I feel day. like that was Broncos' like quest for perfection. Yes. Like, well, let me explain. Okay. <laughs> So he just told us what he specifically yeah. and exactly meant by that comment. I said last year during media day, it's almost been a year now, um, we're open for business. And some people interpreted that from an expansion perspective. That's not what my intent was at the time, nor is it today. We're open to for business. And what that really means is we're going to explore every and all possibility to grow our brand, to grow our business, to enhance the student-athlete experience. And, you know, if extending, uh, you know, this combined pro day format beyond football is something that makes sense and we can partner with the right people, we'll explore it. To quote him further, we are only getting started. I just love the he, – he didn't come from, like, I've always wanted to be a football commissioner standpoint. He came from, like, a business standpoint, from, like, a music and entertainment standpoint. So what he's doing is just awesome. Like, I am wholeheartedly on board with what's going on. Not because we're new in the league and we have to be, but because it makes sense. When there's an idea and you go, why didn't we think of that earlier? That is the sign of a great idea. And that continues to happen with the Big 12. Listen, if I'm going to be the president of the Brett Yormark fan club, I got to get a suit from his New York guy, right? It might be a little spendy, <laughs> let's be honest. When he said that, he's like, it's, I got a guy in New York. And I'm like, uh, out of my budget. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our question so, of the day. A coach on campus yesterday <laughs> said, hey, do you guys get paid more now that we're in the Big 12? I said, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I need it. Hey, uh, third floor, I'm going to need a uh, bump in pay to get that Brett Yormark suit. <laughs> the production, the control room's like, go to break. <laughs> our question of the day, which aspect of BYU joining the Big 12 has you the most excited? The Chad increased salary. Yeah. Chad Poole on Facebook says, Respect. I like being the underdog, mm. and it seems BYU always will be an underdog, but I'm tired of the disrespect. <laughs> if BYU is challenging for a Power 5 championship, the respect will be, or 
yeah, will be undeniable. You win a you win a Power Five like conference championship of some sort, then yeah, you, yeah, you've arrived. Win winning is how you do that. Win hashtag BYUS on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to join the conversation. Join Spence, myself, our homie homie Alema Harrington at the countdown of the Big Twelve celebration Friday. Gates open at eleven Mountain Time. There's a uh, free shirts, fireworks going to go off. 11.30 p.m. is when the live stream begins. This is at the Student Athlete Turf Field. It's going to be so fun on the BYU Cougars social media platforms. Still to come, a Big 12 Media Days announcement. Okay. And the championship matchup gets set in our best BYU football wins bracket. This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. BYU Sports Nation is on social media. You can follow us for Brett Yormark commentary. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Welcome back to Studio B. I am Spencer Linton alongside Jerem. Jordan, let's get to today's headlines. BYU officially joins the Big 12 Saturday with Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF. Friday night, we'll be celebrating with the big countdown of the Big 12 show at 11 p.m. Mountain Time with Student Athlete. Outdoor Fields live show on the stream at 11.30 Mountain tomorrow night on BYU Cougars social media. Then Saturday, 5 to 7 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. We've got a BYUSN game day show, The Big Party. It's going to be awesome Friday and Saturday, man. So fun. Also in Big 12 news, it was announced yesterday which players will be representing each of the teams at Big 12 Media Days scheduled for July 12th and 13th in Dallas, Texas. For BYU, it will be quarterback Keaton Slovis, receiver Cody Epps, defensive lineman Tyler Batty, linebacker Ben Bywater, and your guy, Jerem, the punter, y'all. Ryan Rico is making the trip along with head coach Kalani Satake. BYU Sports Nation will be live three days in Texas, July 12th, 13th, and 14th, centering in on Big 12 Media Days. Which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Uh, we mentioned Mr. Rico. Yeah. He'll be the only punter at Big 12 Media Days. Yeah. That says a lot about Ryan Rico. Which, by the way, Cougar Stats tweeted out, he has the second best net punting average in BYU history behind Lee Johnson, who only played like 17 years in the NFL. Just give him the Ray guy already. <sighs> <laughs> he doesn't punch enough to qualify I sometimes. BYU's offense, too good. I blame Aaron Roderick, and it's a good thing. Incoming freshman Peter Kim, current Cougars Keanu Akinan, Zach Jones, the defending champ, and former Cougar Elijah Turner advanced in the round of 32 in the Utah State Amateur today in match play. In fact, Kim and Akina are playing against each other. Round of 16 is today as well. Our guy Daniel Schneeman continues to just rock in AAA baseball. Last night, four for six with a home run, a double, and three runs batted in last night. He was a triple shy of hitting for the cycle for the Columbus Clippers. Again, that's the AAA affiliate of the Cleveland Guardians. He's batting 311 on the season, which leads Amber the entire of your energy. Guardians farm system. Nice pull, 311. Thank you, thank you. They're coming to town. I'm debating whether I should go. Uh, mixed Romanus of the men's volleyball team is playing for the Latvian senior national team in the European Silver League. And they're in the finals, July 6th and 7th. Alexa Gray, still awesome. Had 22 kills for Team Canada in a five-set win against Brazil in the Volleyball Nations League going on in Bangkok, Thailand. And the men's basketball team has posted an opening for an assistant coach position. It's not to replace anybody, it's to add, because in January, the NCAA approved two more assistant coaches for men and women's basketball teams. The new assistant coach or coaches can do and be whatever kind of assistant they want, except they can't travel to recruit. 
So Spence, if you want to apply, you can. All right, let's go, man. I can't <laughs> wait to not get the job. <laughs> Those are today's headlines. Now let's opinionate in the whip. The Cougar Whip Round presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. And for our opinions today, we go to the best win bracket. Who's gonna win? Holy cow. Oh my gosh. All right, so before we can reveal the championship matchup and tell you who's joining the number one seed, BYU's win over Miami in 1990, we gotta give you the results from the two versus three seed. This is the closest matchup we had the entire bracket. This came down to the wire literally moments ago. Crazy. It ended like one minute ago. We heard, in fact, five minutes ago, we heard it was 50.2% to 49.8%. And the winner at 50.2% is Michigan oh! 84 takes down a 1980. Wow. So it's all been chalk. It comes down to this. I don't see how Miami's losing this, by the way. Miami's gonna win this thing. That is the championship game. We're gonna put that out today. And uh, you know, it's so awesome. Let's just watch a music video about Do it. Do it. Shall we? Yeah. At the Holiday Bowl in San Diego, and the BYU Cougars playing for the national championship. But Boston is hurting. So that is not a good sign at all. University of Miami, the number one ranked team in the nation, and last year's national champion. BYU's got to be a little discouraged at this point. Let's go! Epic. Miami should win this thing. I love the Michigan game, but Miami should win this thing. Wow. I Go vote. We'll reveal it on Monday. This one's going to be a longer poll, okay? I, the longer the Miracle poll. Bowl was leading much of the day yesterday. But the national championship comes back and wins it. Nicely done. All right, up next. We're not done yet. This is a loaded show. A man who has gone from BYU student to MMA fighter in the UFC level. Yeah. Weston Wilson joins us next to talk about his UFC debut this weekend on BYU Sports Nation. Back, baby. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, live from Studio B. If you missed it, there is a man BYU student, graduate, we've had him on the show before, yep. making his UFC debut this Saturday night at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas on the preliminary card. His name is Weston Wilson, and he is live yeah. on Zoom right now. Weston, congratulations up, on making your way to UFC, live on ESPN+. Plus. You're going to be fighting at approximately 4, maybe 4.30 or 5 p.m., um, so BYU fans will be dialed in, but... How are you feeling right now as you prepare for the biggest fight of your life? Dude, it is a bag of mixed emotions right now. <laughs> um, nerves, excitement. You know, it's been a 20-year journey for me, a dream that I've, you know, thought up as a freshman in high school. Um, so it's like it's like all of the above, you know. It's it's like the equivalent of making it in, in MMA. It's like the equivalent of making it to the NFL. Um, so it's, you know... Uh, it's exciting. I, I think the excitement outweighs the nerves, but the nerves are definitely there. Like, uh, I, you could ask my wife, I was freaking out last Wednesday. I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to get my butt whooped on national television. This is going to be so embarrassing. And like the comments start coming in after that. I was like, no, I'm not going to get my butt whooped. I'll be fine. Um, so yeah, it, it's been awesome though. It's, it's been a, an incredible journey. The last six years we, we had you on in 2017, you were on uh, Bellator, you know, you were trying to work your way yep. up. 
What's this journey been like to get to the UFC, as you mentioned? It's like making the NFL for a football player. Yeah. Um, so it's been a long journey. You know, obviously, like, my goal has always been I want to be like the Steve Young of MMA. Like, I want to be that inspiration for the, the you know, next generation of youth um, and, and BYU fans. Uh, and, and so it, it actually has been really cool because I had this moment after that Bellator fight of, like, hey, you've got to like create more leverage for yourself. So I actually started my own company uh, during COVID um, called Combat Labs. And it's a, an event management software for for combat sports. And it gave me a lot of leverage with all the promotions in the sport. And it allowed me to move up the ranks like really quickly and to fight really frequently, which I wasn't able to do, you know, six years ago. Um, so I think that was like a big part of, you know, the recent success. How many... MMA fighters have created their own software company, Weston. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I, I'm told I'm a unicorn in this sport. Um, I have my own software company. I, uh, you know, I'm like one of a few members of the church uh, in the UFC. There's there's one other uh, member in the, of the church. And then, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, there's not a lot. Man, Who, no who's lot. the other one in UFC? Uh, Jordan Levitt. Jordan He's Levitt. Yeah. Very, Very cool. cool kid. Yeah, there's like MMA guys who have BYU connections. There's yourself, um, you know, Jan Jorgensen fought, uh, Lysa Tuiaki fought, Andrew Mickelson, we've had him on, uh, which has been fun, a former kicker. What, what, is it, what is it about fighting that is attractive um, to you and that, that you love? It's like the thing you do. It's like human chess, you know? It's... it's it's like the ultimate test, like physical test and strategy. Um, like you, you go in there and you have a game plan in mind, but then you got to like, you know, determine what you're going to do, like in a split second. Uh, like you, like it was like Mike Tyson said, everybody has a plan to like get punched in the face. Uh, that's a hundred percent true. Like I have had a plan. I got punched in the face. I'm like, Oh crap. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta change my plan real quick. Cause this is not going to work. Um, and and so that I, I like that. Like I like that high pressure situation of, you know, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna like get the win? How am I gonna, you know, entertain the fans as well? So it's like it's like the ultimate adrenaline adrenaline rush for me. It's been six years, and we've mentioned that timeline a few times, but how long are you hoping that your fighting career extends? Um I think I'm just going to ride the horse until the wheels come off. You know, like I just want to be like, it's a legacy thing for me. It's not like for the money or anything like that. Um, I, I want to like have that legacy for my kids, my grandkids, like anything that they want to do in life that they can, they know that they can do because I've done it, you know? Um, and, and just anybody in general, like that's, that's what I'm, I'm wanting to do. So I'm hoping to go as high as I possibly can so I can be, you know, the best possible role, mo role model um, for the next generation of youth and just let them know, like, you can do whatever you want to do. You just got to, like, work hard. Like, I was average talent. I was an average athlete. Um, but I just outworked everybody. And I, I just kept working, working, working. I would do more time in the gym than everybody else to get to the level where I'm at, um, you know, just to show, like, you can be deemed an average athlete. Like on my wrestling team, I was deemed average, never going to amount to anything. And now I'm here uh, just because of the hard work.
and, well, and effort I put in. Well, congrats, man. It's been fun to see your journey. I can just imagine you walking into sacrament meeting the next morning and then a week later with just like a, a bruised face and a busted nose. Like, what happened to you? It's like, you know I'm in the UFC now. Let's go. Congrats, man. All yeah. the BYU Sports Nation karma. Yes. We can get you yes. against Joe Anderson Brito, who's a Brazilian. So it's going to be fun. We'll be watching, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate the time. Hopefully, you know, we can get me and Steve Young together. Hey, hey. Get a talk. That'd be fun. Let's go. Fun. Let's make the connection somehow. All right. Again, as Jeremy yeah, said, do it. best of luck, man. We definitely will be watching and cheering you on. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Spencer. Appreciate it. Weston Wilson again on That's BYU awesome, Sports man. Station. How cool is it that we talked to him six years ago when this was all just kind of like really starting to begin, yeah. and now he's making his UFC Yeah, play. I was like a stage manager on a Bellator fight where I was like, wait, that's a BYU guy? Like what? Let's get him on the show. Let's talk. So UFC. That's cool, man. Yeah. He's, he's on, in UFC now. That's amazing. What a unique thing. Okay, join us tomorrow for BYU football. Great moments as told by players, volume one. And then Saturday we're going to have the, you know, Friday night we got the show at almost midnight. Saturday we got shows. We got stuff this weekend. Let's go. Which aspect of BYU joining the Big 12 has you most excited? Our elite voice of the day up next on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Which aspect of BYU joining the Big 12 has you the most excited? That is our question of the day. Our elite response of the day presented by PAX Healthcare Elevated comes in from Levi Murdoch on Instagram who says simply meaningful games almost every week. It's awesome, man. Conference context is beautiful. You know me. I've wanted 10 P-Pots for a <laughs> False or words were never spoken about you. <laughs> well, now I do. Today's Rise and Shout Out presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU. To everyone who got BYU to this point, we're going to the Big 12, baby. Join us Friday night, Saturday. we got great moments as told by Players Volume 1 tomorrow. we got stuff this weekend, baby. The WAC, the Mountain West, Independence. The Skyline WCC. Conference, now Mountain Athletic. Now it's the Big 12. <laughs> Our thanks to today's guest, Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark. Sorry, and Dennis. UFC fighter Weston Wilson. For Jeremiah Spencer, a shout out to Rocky Beagle. Go Cougs! Big 12, here we come!